Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténgase alejado de las puertas. Hello, and welcome to Podcast You Are All Clear. And this week, we are talking about all things transportation. I'm Cheryl. I'm Molly. And I'm Ashby. Welcome aboard. Please keep all hands, arms, legs, and feet inside at all times. Podcast You Are All Clear. Okay. Uh, hey, everybody. Guess what? Today we are going to talk about one of the most exciting, exciting rides at Walt Disney World. The bus. <laughs> <laughs> and other transportation methods. <laughs> um, so here's my very first um, little tidbit about Walt Disney World buses, which I found to be a hysterical fun fact. I'm so excited. Because it's so vague, and I want to discuss this. <laughs> Currently yes. in operation at Walt Disney World, there are between <laughs> 270 <laughs> and 400 buses in Whoa. operation. That's quite the range. <laughs> it's quite the delta. Um, which made me, which made me think back last time I was in Disney World, waiting for the bus at the end of the night at like midnight at Magic Kingdom, and thinking to myself, <laughs> it feels like there are 130 buses missing because I've been waiting here <laughs> <laughs> for almost 45 minutes, which I think is a common struggle for a lot of people who take the buses at Walt Disney World. <laughs> they can relate to how unreliable they can seem, even though they seem to be driving all around, but it's never the bus you need, you know? That is true. That should be the gauge now. Like, when people are waiting, they're like, well, I guess they're only running 270 today. Right. This feels like a 270 day. <laughs> Instead of 400. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I think what this, like, statistic was referencing was, like, at any specific time, like, um, different versions of the buses, right? There were 270, and then there were 320, and... At one point, there was 400 buses and blah, 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 blah. But it was just such a crazy um, difference in the amount of buses. I just had to throw it in there because it just seemed so silly. It is funny. And it, I'm sure it has like also to do like their fleet is probably gigantic. And then right. depending on how many drivers there are that day scheduled and the yeah. capacity and what the attendance is. I'm sure there's all these things that factor into like actually how many are on the road at any given moment. Oh, totally. Yeah, just like any other attraction in the parks like what mm-hmm. are what are the projections for today what is staffing and how many right, are we right. going to send out there so yes there's definitely a rhyme and reason behind it um but it just seems like quite a bit difference um yes. do you guys remember when we were a little younger what the buses kind of used to look like it was the, the, pur- the purple right yeah, the, pur- the, the big seal. purple buses yeah, yeah. It was like so super '90s. They and if I recall, they kind of matched the iconic like driving signs all the all throughout Walt Disney World, right? It's like it was like teal and purple and red. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah yeah. Which aren't typically colors one sees together, but for whatever reason, <laughs> they are pretty iconic. Um, and then I don't know when, but the most recent, I guess not the most most recent, but a. Um, most of the buses right now are like gray, gray and red, and they just mm-hmm. say they're very vague. They just say like Disney transportation or Walt Disney World transportation. Um, and the other week, Cheryl sent me a link to one of the most riveting articles I've read in a long time about the brand new buses they're introducing to property soon. Right? There are they? Oh, they're there. Out, out on the roads. 
out on the roads, every single day you pass by a different character. Well, talk a little bit, bit about that. Oh, hey, you guys. Here's the sitch. So I think it started with a marketing campaign when they used to add the layovers with different Disney movies that were coming out. So right. yeah. it's been, a, I feel like, ugh, five years or so, maybe with Avengers. Who knows? But almost every single new Disney movie that comes out now, you see a bus driving around with an advertisement on it. And I think that Disney was like, hey, this is fun and people greatly enjoy this. So now they're coming out with buses that feature one of the, like, Fab Five, Fab Sixes. I was going to say it's the six now, isn't it? Well, Daisy is definitely featured, and she's a lovely bus. Good. I really like Daisy. Yeah, but each bus has not only the character, but then the coloring of the bus represents the character. So with Mickey, it's a lot of reds and yellows. With Donald, it's blue and yellow. With Goofy, it is a wild lime green and orange. Let me tell you. So cool. My favorite of the new ones is Goofy, for sure. Oh, for sure. He's insane. Is that just because you really like Goofy, or is it just a particularly good one? Uh, It's... I mean, it, I, Goofy's the one I always lean to because he's my favorite. But then when mm. I saw the bus, I was like, oh, good. They didn't disappoint. Mm. It's definitely my favorite. <laughs> I like the Daisy one. That, like, purple and yellow. It's very muted, not so in your face. But it feels like mm-hmm. I'll take a stroll in you. It sounds great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you typically just pace buses when you're in them? <laughs> I mean, maybe. <laughs> yeah. If you get the chance to. Um... Yeah. I Do you remember like when the when the buses like so remember when they were going through the transition of like those big like it, in the old the old school bus and it was like the big um rounded charter bus looking thing and then they brought in like the the more rectangular looking buses. Oh yes. Do you yes. remember that? Yes. Yeah. yeah. To me that was like I don't know, it was just such a cool like oh it looks newer. <laughs> Well, and they went from having all the forward-facing chairs to then having them sideways. There's more space so that you could cram a lot of people in there. That's right. That's right. Definitely more efficient. Mm -hmm. Definitely more efficient. Mm -hmm. And now I think they're all the this like that that rectangular look with the new bus design. Mm -hmm. Every so often, I feel like you get a vintage bus during those 470 days. (laughs) Right. Those are definitely on 400 days. (laughs) Right. Right. For sure. I'll tell you, there was one time during the holidays I was visiting with my family, and we strolled up to the bus parking to go to, I think, Old Key West, and a charter bus picked us up. And oh. I was very sketched. I was like, this is not it. They're going to take you, us somewhere we don't want to go. They're going to take you to SeaWorld. <laughs> yes, but then the bus guy was like, oh, no, there's just so many people here that they had to outsource some extra buses. So those must be what, like six hundred days? Six. I, right. I mean, that's those are like be a big days. days. <laughs> They're right. not even counted in the fleet. They're so yeah. Off. Yeah. But it's it's nice, I guess, for, especially for Florida, for them to have like that ability because Mears is such a big, has such a big presence in in Orlando. Like to be able to reach out and be like, hey guys, could you have us, you know, send over some extra buses? And I guess it's nice as like a contingency plan. Yeah, for sure. Do you guys have a favorite spot in the bus? Mm. Yes, I do. I would always, so here's the deal. I get very cold very easily. 
and mm. I find the buses to be very frigid and chilly. Yes. But if you sit along the back wall, whatever motor thing they have back there keeps you warm. So I tend to go all the way to the back oh. wall. Oh, like a little seat warmer. Yes, it is delightful. I highly recommend it if you are on the colder side and if you are on the warmer side, avoid the back of the bus like play. That's definitely true. Like whenever you get on a bus after you're leaving a park or waiting for a bus, it feels so good that like AC sits you, hits you so hard. Mm-hmm. But then after like four seconds, you're like, too cold. It's too cold right. in here. <laughs> Turn like, I'm wearing spaghetti straps and I am now freezing. Spaghetti <laughs> straps. Also Can spaghetti straps. Talk about my favorite part of the buses though. The God, yes. music. Oh, and, right. And how it is different depending on where you're going. So that has to be new, right? And within the past five years, or I've never, just never, ever, ever noticed it. I would dare it's, to say it's been around for a while. Yeah, yeah, it's been it's been a while for because I I remember like back in when I was doing the college program in like two thousand three, it was definitely play like you could choose like because because I, I remember the buses that maybe weren't necessarily on a route and they could choose like what resort area they wanted to play. Whoa. Because sometimes you'd get on the bus and it would be like 80s music and it was from like Pop Century or something. Yeah, correct. Jimmy Buffett. Every time you're at Old Key West, it plays Jimmy Buffett, maybe some Bob Marley. And then halfway along the route, it'll transform into something different. If you're going to Magic Kingdom, it might be a little vintage. It's a small world. That's so cool. That is such a good point. I love that. I'm trying to think. Do you guys know more of the resort? So I've... Only been staying in Caribbean Beach, you know, it's my favorite. <laughs> pirate, <laughs> pirate rooms. Pirate. Only pirate room or Ahoy, nothing. <laughs> well, so they ignore the pirate theme at Caribbean Beach. I think they're like, what? No, no one stays in those. It also never seems like anyone else is in the pirate room. It's always abandoned wherever I am. Um, <laughs> but no, it's always just like steel drums. And I love it yes. so much. And it does. Oh, yeah. It's so weird. It gets you like, especially if it's the end of the night, you're kind of tired. It gets you ex- Potentially cranky too. Like it gets you excited to be going back to your resort. That's Correct. insane. It's mm-hmm. so it's so, so impressive. Like you should be crankier than that, and you're not because of the steel drums. Um, oh, and I guess I stayed at Animal Kingdom Lodge a few years ago as well. That was cl- mm-hmm. that was fantastic mm-hmm. music. African mm-hmm. rhythms and drums. Mm-hmm. Yep. Some yeah. Drums and stuff. My favorite is Fort Wilderness. You get some of them good <laughs> good country jams going. Ooh, Davy Crockett. Ooh. Little Davy Crockett. Yes. Yeah. Remember that one? Yeah, Pop I, Century is definitely like pop hits. Yep. I, I don't. I'm, I don't know the rest of them. I wonder if like Polynesian. I I don't think I've ever taken a bus there. Me neither. I don't. Because, oh yeah, because of the monorail and the, yeah. the tr- ticket and transportation center. I bet huh. uh, Grand Floridian's a little boring as if it's Grand super fancy people ride the bus molly like it's just like oh, right it's like why are you you don't belong here we ride the minivan service thank you right. <laughs> we're just an empty bus <laughs> i don't know why i'm hating on grand floridian yeah well, i know where, where why did that i know from? why <laughs> we at the caribbean beach we don't really it's a whole different whole different level. I will mm-hmm. say, for whatever reason, because I find myself riding the bus more and more from Disney's Hollywood Studios, and every time I get on, it's always uh, Cruella de Vil, because I hear that piano, and then it's the Herbie the Love Bug song, 
where they have like snippets of the movie and it is the most irritating song <laughs> in the world and usually i'm aggravated because it's been about 30 minutes waiting for the bus and then that song <laughs> comes on. wait which route is this again and it, it's it's the music that plays in association with disney's hollywood studios oh uh, like you're going on your way to studios correct or coming from hmm. and it's horrifying <laughs> it, it sounds horrifying <laughs> thank you that's why I recommend staying in the um, Epcot or Studios Resort, like res- resort area, because then the ride is very short. Correct. For example, Caribbean Beach. <laughs> yeah, super short. Super short. <laughs> oh, okay. So, <laughs> oh, first sponsor. Yes. <laughs> Finally. Um, I had to think about it, but I finally realized what my favorite spot on the bus is. So, you know how like when you walk into the bus and the back like. I'll say the back third of it is raised. Um, I always love to like walk up those couple little steps and then sit in one of the first seats. Good spot. That's like along the rail. So basically like I'm just overlooking everyone else mm-hmm. <laughs> that's on the bus. It's, yeah. this, it's this like weird feeling of being elevated above everyone. Weird position of power. And you're like, yes, I am in a seat of, you know, uh, a different level than everyone else here. It's like stadium seating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That really is the most powerful seat because, I mean, you're close to a door. You kind of have space so you don't be around people. and mm-hmm. But you're not sitting, like, across from that door where you could be asked to get up should, like, a wheelchair show up. And right. you're pretty close to Cheryl if you want to say something Honestly, to her. That's yeah. true. That's true. <laughs> I'm just, I'll be staring at you because you'll be on the side and I'll just be looking dead ahead at you. But... Right, right. Um, so I was just, I was thinking, I asked that question, then didn't have my answer either. Lame. Um, but my favorite spot in the bus is unpopular opinion, potentially. I like to stand as close to the front as possible. Oh, so the most dangerous spot. That's good. I want to fly through the windshield. Um, yeah, I got, now I guess I'm not into it. Never thought about that before. But also my experience is that very rarely are you on like an empty bus. There's usually a lot of standing room or like strollers and the whole deal. Um, so I often find myself standing on a bus. So I think that's kind of where it goes. But if I'm going to be standing, I like to be kind of right up by the driver. Because um, I like the view mm-hmm. out the front window a little bit. Like on you're on your way. Or I also like to see what... Um, Usually there's like an unspoken hand gesture, or like a not not a rude one, to when the bus driver <laughs> like pulls into the parking lot, or they like go through the entrance to a park, and there's usually like a little nod or a Ooh. point and a little. There's some. There's a, always a moment between like the parking lot attendant and the bus driver, and I I like to witness that and As come up true, with stories in my head. As a true uh, yeah. back of the buster, I've never seen that. You missed it. You miss all that. I've also noticed, like, and you know how, like, they have those, the, was it like those boat commercials they used to have where, like, all the boaters would wave at each other? You know, yes. Like, even if you don't know each other. I feel like the bus drivers do that, too. Like, they, when they see another oh, yeah. bus driver, they do, like, the, like you're saying, the nod or the yep. little wave. And then I think, like, well, how many times a day do they see that same person <laughs> and then they just keep waving? Oh, I the same wonder. Way that... I mean, dozens of times, right? I also I'd start don't... making faces. Me too. I, or I would be like super rude about it. Like maybe not make eye contact with them. <laughs> Looking the other way. Yeah. Like point out the other window at no one. <laughs> hmm. It okay. is fun. I, I agree with you. It's, it's fun to be up in the front to watch. The, I, but for me, it's more like 
I really one day want to drive a bus because <laughs> I just love I love driving vehicles in general, just big vehicles. And um, I watch like I watch the driver and I'm like like dissecting everything he's doing. Like, oh, okay, he's doing that. He's doing this. He's doing this. And that's where I'm. I'm like it becomes like a game for me. Oh, totally. I uh, never knew that about you that you like to drive big vehicles. I feel like I'm the opposite, at like a whole other scale. One but- of my goals when I when I was at Disney was I wanted to try and drive as many like vehicles in general, like on property as I could. I didn't get very far. I had opportunities, but there was some some missed opportunities that I was very upset about. Like I could have driven a tram, and I didn't. Uh. I, I could have driven the train out at Rafiki's, and I didn't. Like these are official moments, or you just had like weird off-hour <laughs> opportunities to drive. No, the no, trains. no. These were so when I when I took over training uh, for the park, basically like it was up to me if I wanted to learn how to uh, l- learn an attraction. And at, in the beginning, I was like, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna learn how to drive a tram, be in the parking lot for you know whatever their training time was, and I'm gonna go back to uh, Wild Africa or Wild uh, Wildlife Express train. And learn how to drive that. And then I did do some other training in other locations. And then I got too busy. And I couldn't, I, like, I missed it. And I was so mad. Mm. It was really my, like, it was under my control that I could have done it. And I didn't. Darn it. People say that you don't have regrets. But you do. I, I have a couple. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> we took a really serious turn here. Yeah. What are your regrets, Cheryl? <laughs> um, that I didn't get to throw anything off of the old Skyway. <laughs> Just kidding. So oh! dangerous. But a little bit. Wouldn't that have been fun? Wow. No. It, mm. Look, mm, yeah, kind of. I can't, so I say that as if I would, but I couldn't. But maybe That's I will? Why... I no. don't know. I won't. I love it. Um, did, did you guys get to go on the old Skyway? I did, yeah. I believe so. Mm-hmm. Yes, because I remember the Fantasyland station and getting into them, but I don't actually remember the travel. Mm. But probably because I was young and my mother would not have allowed me to like look over the side. That's so cool, though, that you can say you've done it. I I never. I was the, by the time I went to the park for the first time, they were already gone. I'm going to post on our social media account a photo of me as a child on the old. The old skyline. Is that what? Wait, what was it called? The Skyway? Skyway. The Skyway. Skyway. Sky, it was like Skyway 2 Tomorrowland or Skyway 2 yeah, Fantasyland, right? Always between Tomorrowland and Fantasyland. It was fantastic. Hmm. And they had it at Magic Kingdom Disneyland and Tokyo Disneyland. So crazy. But no longer, correct? There is not a in-park sky. Correct. Wait, what was it called again? Skyway. Skyway. Yeah, the last one left November 10th from the Magic Kingdom of 1999. And before that, in Tokyo, it left November 3rd, 1998. And then in Disneyland, 1994, November 9th. Always in November. Wow. wow. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Rough month for uh, Skyways. They said, heck no. Get rid of those. Heck no. <laughs> um, in the Magic Kingdom, the two former skyway areas though um one is just a bathroom right the tomorrowland mm-hmm. one is just a bathroom correct mm-hmm. they're both and, bathrooms now oh right right and the magic kingdom one is like kind of Tank- f- is it's the tangled tangled it's like the toilets. most themed bathroom ever it's the most that is themed like, yeah 
the favorite bathroom of many people. I mean, that's a whole other episode. Favorite. It's restrooms. like it's like a oh. land. Like that 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 restroom is a land. It's so tangled themed. land on the end of fantasy land. Yeah, it's amazing. With a little hide and seek, I guess if someone's taking a little while in the bathroom, you need to waste some time. <laughs> Correct. They it have has really... chargers. Chargers, yes. And they have a cute photo opportunity for photo pass. Where they have the lanterns and you can hold in the bathroom, them in, oh. <laughs> just out a bathroom adjacent, <laughs> where you hold the lanterns. It's funny though, because it is just like you are standing next to a bathroom. <laughs> Smile, it's flush. It's the most beautiful <laughs> stroller parking restroom location on property. What was I say? Before yes. it was officially the Tangled Toilets, it was just like a kind <laughs> of bizarre stroller parking for mm-hmm. a decade at yeah. least, right? Like an old well abandoned like Skyway station. It was like so a chalet. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm sure like Fantasyland was foaming at the mouth when they were like, "Oh my god, more more stroller parking area." Yes, yeah. please give yes, it to please. us. Yes. <laughs> Toilets fine. <laughs> chargers okay. <laughs> chargers, Cheryl. Correct me if I'm wrong. The new going back to buses, man. It always comes back to buses. The new <laughs> buses. <laughs> Wow, that was really good. Um, <laughs> new buses have chargers on them, right? USB chargers. I actually like, don't know this for a wait, fact. Wait, what? But I believe. I mean, it. I know, I know, we don't want to be ru- the rumor mill here, but I think that that, that is would true. be amazing if they did. Super I helpful. Mean, now that they have the app and they would like everyone to be connected at all points, I wouldn't doubt it. Right. I think they should all have Wi-Fi too, because darn it, oh, it is correct. so hard to update your fast passes on the go when you're not yeah. inside the park. Just personal. I'm surprised the buses don't have Wi-Fi on them yet. You know, because like taxis and right, there's so many vehicles now that just have Wi-Fi included. And, and right. in China, a lot of the like the buses in the city had Wi-Fi. Come on, Florida, let's Come go. Because it's the perfect time to then modify or change or book some of mm-hmm. your fast passes. Yep. That would be my, um, you know, my recommendation. I think we can throw our recommendations in here. If, yeah, absolutely. Um, if they come up. Yes. You know there's going to be someone important listening to this. So you guys are, Ashby, you mentioned this before, and then you also did a really good sound effect for buses. So I'm hoping <laughs> uh-huh. you can do the iconic sound effect for the parking trams. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, you just mean the loud noise that deafens you? <laughs> <laughs> when you're when you're ready to uh when they're ready to Or you mean away. like the the all clear <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> 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 there are there are so many moments in my life where I just do the like where someone's like, Are you ready to go? And I'm like, Doot doot <laughs> yeah. Absolutely yeah. no context to the Disney World parking trams, but that is what I'm doing. I do it a lot in parking garages in my car. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll back out, and then I'll be like, uh, all clear. <laughs> <laughs> and we were saying before we started recording here that the, I do, I think we should count the parking traps as a form of transportation, because darn it, those parking lots are very big. You Absolutely. Gotta, it's Agreed. sometimes your first ride if you're driving to the theme parks. You know, and something that baffled me for a long time was... The parking trams and and the way that they're decorated, they would always say the same thing, like, what what is it, like Disney Transport or whatever on the side of the the trams. And then you find out that, like, wait, they're not – because I just assumed, like, oh, buses, Disney Transportation, like the trams, they're all under the same kind of umbrella. And they weren't, like, Mm -hmm. as far as, like, who operated them. 
So, like, the parks used to, well, they still technically do, but, like, they operated under a different umbrella for the parking lot and the trams. And then the buses were operated by, like, a different team. So they were, like, separate. And I was like, that's so weird. They're both essentially kind of the same kind of thing where you're transporting people. And then, you know, within the last so many years, they finally did move everything over, and now it is under transportation. But, like, I always found that fascinating that it was, like, even just, like, logo was the same, but it was still, like, a different organization that kind of ran it, you know? It's yeah, true. I will say, this is not exactly our topic, but the um, parking lot cast members, and I guess the parking tram cast members, that is one of my favorite Disney costumes. The, like, yellow and white the stripes. yellow and white. Yeah. So darling. I love it so much. And anyway. I will also kind of throw out there, like, those cast members in my opinion, some of the, like, that that job is just insane to be out there on the pavement in the middle of the summer. Oh, for sure. How, uh, how many shoes nuts. do they melt through? I would yeah, like to. Yeah, right. <laughs> It is, like, a job and a half, and I always, like, my hat's off to them. Even if they're grumpy, I'm like, you know what? <laughs> you're out here dealing with some crazy stuff. Like, you're trying not to get hit by a car. And you're trying to stay alive in the heat in well, Florida. <laughs> and to be fair, I mean, they know you have to park in a very specific spot when you're driving in. Mm-hmm. They lead you exactly to that spot. And sometimes when you get out of your car, and please move forward. Do not try to walk backwards, by the way. Just a, a tip for uh, everyone. Yes. Sponsored by uh, all the parking cast members at Disney. <laughs> yes. They all pooled a little bit of money to put that message out there. Please move to the front of your vehicle. And- Yes. Continuing towards the front of the park. Oh my um, gosh! But it is like a little bit game of Tetris out there. Like there's a super, there's a way that they are, they want you to park, and you can't just mm-hmm. kind of go nuts. Unless it's kind of the end of the day, and then it's really fun to try to drive all the way as far up as you can. <laughs> I'm sure, if anyone else did that as well, but <laughs> getting a little excited about and parking then, lots here. And then when they go like double lanes, like there's two rows of cars that they're loading at a time. Like that is. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Impressive. That is impressive. Hats off, folks. Yeah. We um, veered off subject there. That's probably all I have to say about um, the parking shuttles Oh, myself. I have so much more. Did you know that they recently re- redid them, and now they have a, a, a pinwheel full of different colors, a rainbow wheel, if you will. Um, there's, like, yeah, a this. green one. They're not the old. Oh, no, they're not the old one. And I heard somewhere that they are, like, a registered attraction. They're not just tram mm-hmm. so well, that's why we're doing a whole podcast for them <laughs> they are sometimes the first ride you ride and you don't even know it yeah you don't even realize you're riding something i mean you're riding a vehicle but like yeah to your point an attraction right, so you say that like the the new trams are different colors do they represent anything or they're just I, just to be a bit more fun no they're not as fun as the characters there's just like brighter colors there's a green there's a um I think they're much like the monorails where there's just a different color one. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, they're brand new. You know what the best thing about those is that they no longer uh, like blow your eardrums if you're sitting in the first uh, mm-hmm. ride vehicle. They're so much more quiet. That's and nice. uh, th- And now, and also a little fun thing is there's a route. I don't know if you noticed, anybody who's listening, if you've ever noticed how small the cab is in the old trams. Like it would, it, it looks like you could fit one person in there. Yeah. But they would put two people in there when they were training, and it was always very uncomfortable looking. <laughs> and so now the new tram um, 
uh, vehicles have two seats in the front. Imagine that. And it's wild. Have you ever seen them get in or out where the door swings forward and they just forward. kind of <laughs> climb out like they're in an Apollo yeah. like sh- shuttle and they're just like, we're emerging from the water. It's just insane. I One small step for me. <laughs> yes. I mean, my brain instantly goes to how many trapped farts do you think are in that cabin? Right. I'm glad you mentioned that. Yeah. We were all thinking it. <laughs> I truly worry about it. But oh, speaking of, you know, kind of wild exits here, do you guys remember when the parking tram didn't have doors on it? And it was just kind of like, hold on to your infant. <laughs> we're oh, going. Sure. My, it is weird that they even had they had them without doors. Like take, it's weird to think about that. I mean, they are, get they get some speed and take some corners. It, we used to be a little high mm-hmm. risk out there. But I mean, I'm glad that they did because I mean, it wasn't a parking tram there, but it was one very similar in Key West. And I went with a family family friends, and there was a littler kid who dropped their blanket, and the dad just jumped off and ran oh, after no. it, and then ran back and jumped on. And so I can imagine that happening every five minutes at Disney. Oh, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Sure. My my favorite thing about the tram, when uh, even now, but before the doors were there, is. At the very end, like, I don't know if you know this, but, like, when they come around and they do, like, the little horseshoe turn, and as they mm-hmm. kind of finish that horseshoe turn, the the spieler in the back's like, you know, driver, you're clear, and then we get the iconic, <laughs> mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden, like, it picks up speed. I always loved being at the, at the backside of the tram, and then if the spieler maybe gave it just a little too early, and all of a sudden it took off, and you just have this feeling of, like, getting whipped around. <laughs> Ugh, so much fun. I wish they would take those turns at high speed. Yeah. I remember always as a kid riding the tram like that was a must-do. And now I never ride the tram because <laughs> I'm an adult and I need exercise. And I'm like, well, I better walk it. <laughs> right, right. And it's funny how like at some of the parks, it actually is so much faster to walk because the trams sometimes take a while. I remember specifically at Hollywood Studios back before they're in the process, I think, of redesigning that whole pro- that the parking lot and everything. Um, but Hollywood Studios, people used to be waiting. You could like queuing up to get on the tram, and you're just like, um, "Excuse me," and you walk like <laughs> fifteen yeah. feet, and you're at right. back. You're the little pr- the private bag check that used to exist. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that was always I, the funniest. And I would almost like race them and always beat them and mm-hmm. be so excited about it. You see them, you're like leaving Tower of Terror and they're just getting in. (laughs) As the doors open up and you're like, oh, there's that tram full of people. (laughs) But I mean, it's not necessarily transportation. I guess it is associated, but I think it's just so crazy how they've rethemed all of the, most of the parking lots at this point. Like at Magic Kingdom, how there's um, trams that, that used to just be one tram. And I think it would go to all the, huge parking lot but now there's two different parking lots the heroes and the villain side and now there's two different trams mm-hmm. and you want to make sure you don't get on the wrong one but i never remember even though they're always like oh you are on hercules <laughs> is that because you are yeah. conflicted over like whether hercules is a hero or a villain correct like, right it's inherently flawed and i just <laughs> correct yeah and maleficent like she is so complex and thank like... you it's like really yeah, Zerg so. is just doing his job. I don't know mm-hmm. how a spaceman who just wants to dominate the universe is a bad mm-hmm. guy. Right. <laughs> Who's giving him orders? You know? Thank right. you. Correct. So I, just I think- remember when that 
when that lot was completely like it was like if you parked on I don't remember what, how they were labeled then, but like if you parked on like the left side and they were running where it like started on the right, you're like, well, I'm going to be on this tram for about 20 minutes before I actually get to my section of the parking lot. It was ridiculous that they had one route for that giant parking lot for so long before they split it. Kudos to Disney. It's worth the like three families that just are not, don't care and get lost and get on the wrong tram. It is well (laughs) worth it. (laughs) (laughs) But even over at studios, they recently redid their parking lots. It used to just be like the fab four and associated with a different like oh right yeah like television genre. yeah 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 television with Minnie Mouse or stage with Donald and now it's like Woody Jesse BB-8 and Darth Vader I don't know but it, it's all different themes jeez mm, no fun television lot and it has Minnie Mickey but the new animation mm. and wasn't Epcot isn't Epcot like I always found Epcot like the weird one because it was like those names that you'd never remember, like Wonder. It's like Judy Dench. Or it should have been. Famous famous British actors. Judy Dench, Ian McKellen. (laughs) Imagination. Discovery. Yeah, yeah. Those names were a little difficult for me to remember. And also a little awkward. (laughs) Like, we parked in. <laughs> Explore 48, and you're like, wait, I don't, left you're or like, right, I don't What are you saying, know. Dad? <laughs> right, right. Yeah, those are weird. And I don't think they've changed them, have they? Are they still the same? I can't remember. Not the names, I don't think. However, they are, like, redoing the whole entrance to Epcot, which is including the tram lane. Like, now that parks oh. farther back, and there's the big construction wall past the monorail or something. Who knows? I really love when Disney works on these like infrastructure projects because I just love efficiencies so much. Um, again, sure, Guardians of the Galaxy, really super excited about that. But you know that darn tram loop I'm super <laughs> jazzed about. I really am. <laughs> um, just because those are the things I like so much about the Disney and theme park experience is how like, well thought out everything is. So, yeah. mm-hmm. so long as mm-hmm. they could improve bag check a little bit, I think that would... We should have a fast pass to the bag check lane. Oh, bag check. Yeah. Bag check. Have you? Oh, my gosh. I don't know if you've seen pictures of it, but the new Disneyland bag check that they have. Have you have you seen this? Is it the one in the um, like that's in the parking garages and stuff? Yeah. So they opened up the new they opened up that new garage and now they have this entire lower level that's completely dedicated to security. And it is. I mean, it's like, you'll, I don't think you'll ever wait in line anymore as long as they have them staffed. Like, it was ridiculous how many tables they had there now. Awesome. Let me tell you, my favorite <laughs> transportation, to take it in a completely different direction, are the friendship boats. <laughs> friendship boats. I don't know what they say. French. <laughs> French. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> Um, Cheryl, I'm with you. That's, I mean, one of my absolute favorite forms of transportation. And, and I don't think a lot of people, most people are probably familiar with the friendships, but are unaware that they are familiar with the friendships. They don't know it by name, you know? Or that like how big of a span they cover. Like, I think people like, are like, oh, it's the boat in Epcot. But like, no. No, ma'am. It goes 
Yeah, it goes <laughs> everywhere. Uh, not everywhere, but it goes much further than just Epcot. Absolutely. It also is fully air conditioned, except for like, I think there's five outdoor seats if you're super into that. But what a relaxing boat rise. Actually, you know what? We should explain what we're talking about. What are the friendships? Yeah. <laughs> so the friendships are those luxurious boats that you see sailing around the World Showcase Lagoon, as we now know that it is called. Or if you're familiar with the International Gateway, which is in between the United Kingdom and France, there is a boat that will take you not only to Disney's Hollywood Studios, but it stops at all of the resorts in between. You go on a boardwalk, friendship. You go on to the beach club, <laughs> friendship. You go on to the yacht club, hey, hey, are you staying at Swan and Dolphin? Maybe you're a star hotels person. Friendships. They're the best. <laughs> I mean, it's... You're not wrong. You're not, you're not wrong. wrong. You're not the wrong. The passion. I hope it's exuding, but the passion that I have mm-hmm. for these boats Feel is it. real, and they're dear to my heart. I also have so many good, like, delightful experiences with the, um, like, captains of the friendships as well. I mean, if I may be so bold, I have some friendships with the friendship captain. You know what I mean? Whoa. Like, it's just, wow. Whoa. It's just a, it's a relaxing 25 minute ride and I can't recommend it more. Um, It's, it's another, it's another dream of mine uh, to drive a friendship boat. Uh, They, they like, and and to your point, like every time I've been on one, it's just been a, like a fun, the driver and the, you know, the other person that's on there, like the, I don't know, you know what you call it, the skipper or whatever. (laughs) Like they both are just so nice. I mean, it must be like a great place to work. Yes, because everybody's so happy. The amount of college friends that I have, whose dads find out I live in the Central Florida area, and can tell me that their dream is to retire and become a friendship boat captain. Wow. Oh, that's amazing! And I tell them I'm I love right it. there with you, George. Yeah, sir. <laughs> Bob, Fred. Steve, Stanley. I once had I once had a friendship boat where the driver the two captains were Bill and Ted, which is like my oh. favorite movie. Oh, what? Really fun. Used to get off. They That's just, pretty cool. Just rode it back and forth and back and forth. <laughs> uh, what other? Speaking of boats, though, we have quite a few watercrafts for Disney transportation. Mm-hmm. There's actually a ton, uh, especially on Magic Kingdom on the Seven Seas Lagoon, because you've got the Oh, gosh, what do you have? You've got the ferry boat. Got the ferry boat, which holds o- almost 600 people. Uh, That's ridiculous. Back and forth. That is a lot. And those boats are crazy because uh, I don't know if a lot of people know this, but like they, you know how a lot of boats have, um, I wish I knew the specific nautical term, but they have elements of the boat that are under the water, you know, that kind of help maintain the balance and the, whatever. Like but the like rudder? The, yeah, like the rudder and... and, and and the belly of the boat, you know, mm-hmm. but the, the ferry boats are more flat and, the, and they're also similar to the old discovery Island boats, um, which they use those boats on the lagoon as well for like special tours and stuff. Um, but they're, they're harder to, uh, maneuver because if there's any kind of wind, the wind will blow them around a lot more than an, another boat that might have that, you know, stabilize the stabilization underneath of the water, if that makes sense. Interesting. Yeah, getting all technical here. But, like, I'm just, like, 
I, another another like group of people that I'm impressed with that like they navigate these giant boats with 600 people on them. Like I would be sweating and peeing myself as we pulled into dock because I'm like, so there's 600 people that are essentially sitting or standing, and if I do something wrong, <laughs> these people could fall over <laughs> and harm themselves. Oh, totally. I think the ferry boat arrival, second floor second floor ferry boat arrival to Magic Kingdom is my favorite. Because um, you're like out in the open. I, mean, I guess if it's hot, that could be miserable. But like you get the breeze and you can just like see uh, the train station and Cinderella Castle um, yeah, in yeah. your view the whole time. You're just getting like closer and closer and closer. As far as like um, building up emotion I, I it's my preferred mm-hmm. way and you know monorail can do that as well or other watercrafts but ferry boat is just it feels like a very grand entrance and i i really I like agree it. does anyone know how long that I, takes actually to get across from ferry boat i have been told and i think they say this in one of the spiels that like both the monorail and the ferry boat take the same amount of time mm. but i don't know why it doesn't feel that way <laughs> ferry boat feels like it takes longer Right, yeah. I always think what... it does, but then when I'm on it, I was like, oh, that was nothing. It is nice. Yeah. I've never timed it, though. I don't know how long it actually takes. We should try this. Science. In the pursuit of science. Right. In the podcast. Right. And, and it's always... One thing I do like about it, though, is... Because you look at it and you go, oh, hot Florida. I'd rather be inside of a monorail. But when you go out on that ferry boat, it's always the breeze, you know, from mm-hmm. the movement and then also it's on the water. So it actually is not as hot as you would think it would be when you're comparing the two. Oh, no. Yeah, it's it's actually very, very enjoyable. And there are smaller like water launch um, boats going across the the lagoon as well which are fun but i admit i get a little creeped out by them because they're really close to the water do you guys know what i'm talking about which are you across like to go i guess if like i've taken one to the grand floridian to like magic kingdom and back they're oh, like much yeah, smaller like, boats yeah 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 i know what you're talking about which are also enjoyable but i feel like that's a little too close for comfort for me for like the water which is i feel like kind of super choppy all the time um, right, I think I'd rather right. be on the ferry boat myself. Yeah. Yeah, those little boats are, and they're, I mean, they're, they're quick, which is nice, but, and it, they don't, like, I feel like when you get packed into that, you feel it more because you're just all like squished up next yeah. to each other, sitting down. And yeah, to your point, you are right there at the water. Right there at the water. Although I, I, I've only ever taken one, I think, to and from the Grand in Magic Kingdom. I think taking one, to or from the Wilderness Lodge would be a cooler experience. It is delightful. Yes. I've never yeah, done nice. that. And that, that's definitely on my, like, Disney to-do list is um, it just feels like that is the most appropriate entrance to Magic Kingdom from the Wilderness Lodge, just kind of the – or for Wilderness, I guess, too. Um, yeah, both of those. Because then you also pass Discovery Island, which is really right. cool. Or the, the old Discovery Island. Right. So that's so, that would be my preferred. According to places. Wikipedia, the ferry boat is anywhere from 8 – to 20 minutes that feels like uh 200 Wait, 170 <laughs> or 400 <laughs> it's like well that's i love these ranges difference. maybe the wind was at your sail or whatever it is and you just scooted on across <laughs> it's during like, hurricane irma it correct. only took eight minutes to get across the lagoon <laughs> right before the three o'clock thunder shower uh, it wasn't right it was a two minute trip 
But I, <laughs> you did make a good point though. Like the Magic Kingdom Bay Lake area is wider, so like I do feel like that is more choppy. But I having as as I've mentioned a billion times, I frequent Old Key West and the Sasagula boats that are over in that area between oh, that yeah. and Saratoga Springs that go to the Disney Springs location. Those are very calm and very wonderful. And my grandmother loves them, so they are grandmother approved. That's important in in my book. <laughs> <They're> grandmother <laughs> approved, truly. Um, grandmother from, approved. From a comfort standpoint, I agree. Though, like river cruises, I guess because they do the Port Orleans hotels and then Disney oh, Springs yes. as well. Those mm-hmm. are really super nice. Um, yes, in a very relaxing way to like get to and from if you have like dinner reservations or. Um, the whole thing. Those are really, those are very special, actually. Port Orleans is also on my list of places I like to stay. I'm a moderate girl. That's it, what they say. It, <laughs> it's my favorite resort to stay at. Which one? Port Orleans. Port Orleans. Oh, which? Like, ri- ri- Riverside specifically, but I love both. Um, they're just, it's, it to me, it's like a, it's like the old Disney uh, resort because it's all spread out. It's themed so beautifully. And of course, it's like you have the feel of like, um, you know, the New Orleans uh, esque feel. Um, I I can't recommend it enough. It's absolutely beautiful if you've never been there. I like I love it too. the food. The food is great. That pool, mm-hmm. the pool is great, and it it's fun, but it doesn't feel overran by kids and families. Right. Yes. And it's old and mature enough, I suppose. That we're like it's so lush, and that there's trees and forest. Oh yeah. And yeah. Yeah. It's spread out. Um, yeah, they used to. I think they used to design the resorts a little bit more spread out, which maybe isn't totally loved anymore. But I appreciate it quite a bit. It's very yeah, immersive. Um, mm-hmm. And I bet they pay like jazz music on the way back to that hotel on the buses. You know, oh, is for my guess. Sure. Yeah, and you hear it when you walk around. And they had. I remember one time I was there. There was the live band that was playing the old jazz, like Dixieland music. You know, Ugh, just it's beautiful. I went down that um, like dragon slide a lot of times (laughs) (laughs) which is definitely for kids but yes i had mardi gras eats thrown at me in the pool at the you did yeah Yeah. you didn't even have to earn them i did not earn them yeah it's frowned upon in disney Mm -hmm. (laughs) they were like ma'am do not earn these they're like we will give you for free we give them out like candy we give them out you don't need to do anything (laughs) it's fun (laughs) Mm-hmm. Um. What? Okay. So we talked. We were talking about the boats. Talked about some different boats at Magic Kingdom. Yeah. Are we missing any boats here? Did we cover them all? <clears throat> I do. Like I. I. Oh, that's right. I was talking about the um, the Discovery Island boats that they used to have at Animal Kingdom. If you remember back in the day. Right. Um, when the park. Uh, I don't remember if it was when it opened, but I know very early on they had these boats that would go around the Discovery Island River. And there was a couple drop-off. It was basically like transportation. I don't know why, but they, they decided to have that as a an attraction. And then there were some, like, themed elements of it, you know, um, around the river as well. But they moved those boats once they shut that down. They moved them over to Magic Kingdom. And now they use them for, like, special... I think there's, like, fireworks viewing things that they do or, like, you know, special cruises at night or something. I'm not sure, but I know they use them for, like, special events over there. Yeah, they definitely have fireworks cruises, like, almost nightly, which are mm-hmm. pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. That is a boat that I have driven. Ooh. 
the oh. Discovery Island boat. Because oh. ah. I was there right at the end before they stopped. Because what would they remember? I don't know if you remember when you went to Animal Kingdom. They used to have the boat that would come out into the like I I call it like the little lake area next to Everest with the characters on it. No. You don't know. You don't know this. No. I okay, remember so that, it, but I could have sworn <clears throat> it was a dream. I have a lot of like. <laughs> weird Disney character based dream so I wasn't sure yeah I don't remember the name of it but it was like I'd say maybe three or four times a day they would load this boat up with I think it was like four or five characters it was like your Mickey, Minnie, Pluto, Goofy and Donald the, the five and they would put them on the boat and then they would bring them out to this like lake or whatever they call that body of water and then the boat would just go in a circle along the edge and so if you were at that time, because they didn't have the um, the nighttime show there, you you'd just be walking along the path in in Asia or Dino Land or part of Discovery Island, or if you were seated over in Flame Tree Barbecue, you'd get the show, and it was just music that would play and the characters would dance. Wow! And then That's, that was it. <laughs> they'd I do like that. two or three laps, and then they'd go back, and that'd be the end of it. Ugh, that's charming. It was fun. It was a it was a neat experience. Obviously, like. I think the weird part of it was that I don't know who knew. Like, obviously, people didn't know about it. <laughs> I sure never knew. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you were just, you would drive in and just kind of, like, kind of dance along a little bit, I'm imagining? Yeah, that's pretty much what you would do. So, yeah, we would have people that worked on Discovery Island that would drive, be the driver for the boat for the day. And so I got to learn how to drive the boat because of that. Um, there's a really crazy story with that. I don't know if we want to talk about it in this episode because it's transportation, but... It has to do with a boat, so I guess we could tell it here. Let's yeah. do it. You can... Okay, so I was learning how to drive the boat, and it was my final day where you, you basically you like check out. Like they, they stamp the approval of like, yep, you could do this. And so my trainer that was with me, uh, we get the boat out there. <clears throat> and during training, she had mentioned to me, you know, there's these like sandbars in the water that you could potentially – kind of hit because because again like i mentioned before this was that flat boat so you didn't really have much under the water but what would sometimes happen is if you hit one of those little sand they're like little sand hills you know in the water the boat would basically get stuck and then you have to kind of shimmy it out by like going forward and reverse back and forth and then eventually get off this little sand mound so it's my final day i've been doing great we're driving around the characters are dancing like goofy's going crazy and then we pull up near flame tree barbecue and of course i hit one of those sandbars mm. and it was funny because when i hit it the boat stopped pretty quick <laughs> so all the characters like stumble <laughs> during the middle of their dance and we stopped like right at that little patio area of flame tree barbecue that's out that's down there by the water so we have this great audience that's that's eating their barbecue watching me get stuck and so I start to do the, you know, forward, backwards, forward, backwards. Nothing's <laughs> happening. The boat's actually now starting to float more towards, <laughs> like, the edge of the water to the where the building is. And I'm, like, I'm getting a little bit of a panic looking at my trainer. And then the characters are having a blast with it. Like, um, I remember Pluto, like, grabbed his dog bowl and, like, put it over his head, you know. And they're, like, all pretending the whole thing, this, this chaos is happening, you know. I say pretend. There was really chaos happening. Um, and so anyways, my trainer took over. She, like, within, like, two seconds, forward, back, forward, back. She got us right out of there. And then we continued our dancing, and 
went all the way to the end. But I just remember all those guests like looking right at me and I was like, oh my God, this is the, this is embarrassing. But it was like, it, luckily nothing happened. We got out of it and everything was great. And the characters really made it fun. Cause you know, anything out of the ordinary is fun for them. Cause then they get to play along with it. Right. So that's my story of driving a boat uh, at Animal Kingdom. Cool. I think the next transportation on our list here is kind of the biggie and maybe like the one most people expected us to start with. But, you know, with us expect uh, to go in a different direction. But I'm talking about the one and only monorail. What? (laughs) The highway in the sky. Someone call it that. Yeah. (laughs) Literally, (laughs) literally, that's what they call it. That's what they call it. I love the monorail. I do too. And I I, I say that because I think um, it is probably considered the most iconic of Disney transportation. Like on the Disney vacation planning videos, they don't like do like a slow-mo close-up of the buses or anything. They do it. (laughs) It's the monorail. And there's like always the monorail <laughs> merchandise and like toys and t-shirts and stuff all around the monorail. So it is kind of just, yeah, it's pretty iconic to, to Disney world. Uh, Disneyland does also have a monorail and it was, I think Disneyland is the original version. Um, so different. It's so different, right? Yeah. I wasn't expecting what, a, when I wrote it for the first time, if I remember correctly, it's much smaller or it feels like a much tighter, mm-hmm. um, model i guess it the capacity of it is is neat it doesn't have to be as large maybe i don't know yeah well and also it's like because when you get in like you you have to bend down yes and like kind of almost like hunch over to get to your seat it's like in the disneyland one right right versus like florida is like a full-on like metro car that you would find in a city like comfortable yeah but cleaner than the ones in the city Right, and I was going to say, so, like, this isn't an original Disney idea. This was something that was, Walt was inspired by um, monorails, like, in Europe um, in the 1950s and such. Uh, this is, you know, it wasn't, it's a type of rapid transit that exists elsewhere in the world, obviously, but it's something he was super into and wanted to bring into his parks. Um, the first one, if I'm reading this correctly, was actually in 1959, which is just a couple of years after Disneyland opened, which is pretty impressive, I hmm. think. Um, for the 1950s it does look like a very futuristic to this day it looks like a very futuristic mode of transportation so it was very it looks kind of sci-fi in several different versions of the monorail it's been kind of remodeled and redesigned and replaced over the years and today we are on the Mark 6 version of the monorail trains at least in Walt Disney Mark 6 Mark 6 yeah which I think is like, it just every time I hear Mark, I don't know if that's referencing someone, but I hear like Mach 6, which is, I'm pretty sure the Razor. <laughs> or a speed. It's interesting, you know, it should be, Gillette. I actually should look something up about this because um, this is total nerdy here, but like in Star Trek, um, the, the classes of shuttles that they use are labeled the same, like Mark, like Mark and then a number, like a version number. What? So, so there's got to be some sort of like system that they use to name these types of things. I don't know. It was very weird that it's like the same kind of naming system. Which makes make way more sense if it's like a spaceship as opposed to my theory that was like someone named Mark <laughs> key in designing these. <laughs> right. right. Um, yeah. I'm going with your spaceship theory. I think we should look into that. Oh, I actually, okay. So I just looked it up. Um, sorry. I took away your job, Cheryl. I had to look no this problem. up myself. 
Um, but it's actually, it's labeled as a designation. So mark followed by a number is a method of designating a version of a product. Yeah. So you can basically use it for anything, to be honest. Like if you had versions of something, you could make it mark one, mark two, or mark 1.5 or whatever. I love that. And I guess they use it, like, they definitely use it in the Navy. It pops up a lot. The military. The Star Trek military. The, the Star Trek. Yeah. That's definitely Academy. where they got it from, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So that's that's where that comes from. So the Walt We're gonna, I'm getting smarter every day. The Walt Disney World monorail spans 14.7 miles with around Whew. 50 million Disney guests traveling each year. Jeez. The system opened with the rest of the park, well, the Walt Disney World Resort, on October 1st, 1971, which initially featured four stations. The Transportation and Ticket Center, Disney's Polynesian Resort, the Magic Kingdom, and Disney's Contemporary Resort. The Epcot line station was added with that park's construction opening October 1st, 1982. And the most recent addition was the Grand Floridian station, which opened in 1988 along with the resort hotel. Take that, Grand Flow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> that's crazy that that's the newest. Now that you're saying that, I'm like, oh, right. Why haven't they updated, added more stations? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, yeah, because I feel like they could. There is nothing cooler than getting on or off the monorail, like at the Polynesian or Grand Floridian. It is so For sure. cool um, just to be so accessible to Magic Kingdom. But then it takes like three minutes to get there once you're on it, which is just so <laughs> amazing. Yeah. I mean, as a local who just likes going to Disney, who doesn't necessarily want to spend their time around a lot of people, um, the monorail pub bar crawl has become oh it's one of my favorites it's so fun you stop so fun. over at polynesian for a pina colada and then you get right on over to the grand floridian for whatever boozy fruzy drink you feel like having there a manhattan oh manhattan i'd like my gin and tonic please <laughs> what do you get at the contemporary Ooh, great great question so um normally i would start my brunch at the contemporary because they do Great. have an all-you-can-eat buffet and a bottomless mimosa option Ooh. Great. correct so it's just you know you start there and then you sail around that sounds very fun very air-conditioned too i highly recommend it but on the earlier topic of um advertising on the disney buses the monorail i feel like is one of my favorites when they decorate those with the overlap, overwrapping Oh, yes. Layover. Yes, yes, yes. It's pretty mm -hmm. cool. Right now they've got a Toy Story 4 one featuring one Mr. Duke Kaboom and all the toys hanging out. It even has a place where, like, it looks like you should be able to put batteries, like double A. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, super cute. And I read somewhere, I don't know any of this, but that when they do that, when they wrap the monorail for a different movie, most of them can be transferable between the different lines Epcot or Magic Kingdom but if it is an event, a Marvel movie it cannot be an Epcot line monorail <gasps> I have I have heard that because yeah. it goes in the park is that why I yeah. think so some oh, deal with the Mason Dixon line who knows well yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah Wow. I remember when they started uh, the, the Marvel I can't remember which one was the first one but there was a Marvel movie 
that they had placed on the monorail, and there was talk about how you'd never see it at Epcot because it couldn't be in the bounds of the property where you could see it in a park. I'll say, let me just tell you, when you are on the Epcot line from the TTC to Epcot, that's the one that goes in the park before it leaves, right? I think so. Mm -hmm. Oh, man, that's special. Yeah, you go through the park before you get to the station. That is that is some special. Do you guys know um, how many cars there are? How many different colored? And all the monorails have like a specific color stripe on them. Do you guys know what those colors are? Oh gosh, I could name off a few, but not all of them. All right, we got peach, Woo. teal, yes. red, coral, orange, gold, yellow. Aren't those the same? Lime, green, blue silver and black there are 12 monorails whoa holy cow i used to hate the black one because it also had red so then it wasn't just one color it was two <laughs> colors and such I, a good point my OC, that is I so true handle it such a good That's point so, um have either of you had the chance to ride in the uh cabin of the monorails here at uh, here in florida oh, yeah back in the day I did back in yeah. the day yeah. yeah that was like the coolest like experience it felt it that felt magical to me yeah it was pretty it was pretty special and again like the the whole the monorail itself is so to me at least is so space like like it you know it feels like um you're in a spaceship and riding in the front definitely does that as well mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um well and, the, and like the way the the windows were tinted like as soon mm-hmm. as the door would close it was like you were you were in this like different universe <laughs> that was really cool i think i had a chance to do that in like 2004 I came with a group of friends and we, because you used to have to like wait for it a little bit or you could wait for it. And mm-hmm. we like made a, our, a priority to do that. So happy I had a chance to do that. And I think we did that in Disneyland as well, which was fun. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I remember doing that actually. Oh. <laughs> I think that might this, have been the, the this, trip we were this on. Trip, this trip is coming back to me now. <laughs> <laughs> we had a lot of fun. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Anyone so, else have anything to say about monorails? Not about monorails, but I kind of feel like we should touch on, you know, other parks transportation a little Definitely. bit. And Definitely. Sure, yeah, yeah. And so in talking about, you know, a monorail that takes you from one park to the other, I feel like Universal recently did something kind of similar without you even knowing it with the Hogwarts Express, I guess that's what it's mm. called, where it's, mm-hmm. it, if you see it from the outside, it looks very monorail-esque, but from the inside, you're in that Hogwarts train and you're going from, but it, the ride is only if you have a double park ticket and go from one park to the other, from like Hogsmeade the- to Dragon Alley. Diagon Alley. Yep. Diagon Alley. <laughs> <laughs> You'd end up somewhere else when you use the, the flume. I will absolutely would. Yeah. <clears throat> but I thought that yeah, was that, so that cool. Yeah, that was a cool idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And a it way to make is... money. Oh, it's so smart. I've never actually, well, you said it kind of looks like a monorail if you see the whole train. It Doesn't yeah. it just kind of look like a train? <laughs> From the, the... Well, I think it's... It's on a beam, right? Oh. There's certain points where it's it's up on a beam. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Like if you saw it go, because it's like elevated too. Yeah, it's like when it's in the station, it's like ooh toot toot, and then like it exits, and it's kind of like <laughs> backstage, and it's like 
dun, 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 I'm a smoke break. What's happening inside is very different, but on the outside, I'm just a weird train on a beam. Oh, back to toot in the station. In <laughs> uh. Universal, because like you said, it's right in the middle of the city, basically, they don't have parking lots. They have big old parking garages, big old parking structures. Mm-hmm. Um, and because it's a little bit more dense, but they are still pretty spread out. So you have the moving walkways, which yeah. I consider a form of transportation. Not oh, really. Sure. But I do really like them. I do really, really like them. Yeah. They're just so universal. I love it so much. Well, there's something about like at the end of the day when you're making that hike from the back of like Islands of Adventure and going through City Walk. And then you finally get to the first moving walkway yeah. and you like take that step and you're just like. Just gonna like leave it your right body here. just feels like this weight has been lifted finally. And you think you parked in ET, but you parked in Jurassic Park. <laughs> <laughs> you have to take three more moving park moving walkways. Yeah, I have definitely gotten lost in those parking garages because I was late and I just started walking. And then you go to the left when you're trying to exit, but you came from the left. And then yes, mm. That's exactly what you're talking about. I thought I was gonna die. Are there other forms of transportation at the Universal Resort? They definitely have boats between some of the like uh their version of like deluxe resorts too yes. um, yeah they City they have Walk. like their friendship boats or Ooh, what do you think Sassagool they're called river boats. <laughs> the enemies Ooh, boat. I, don't, I don't even know <laughs> the enemies boat the rocktastic brakes are i don't know oh they just call them water taxis oh, oh. hmm <laughs> Boring. Feels like a real missed opportunity, <laughs> right? I remember because I remember, I rode one, and I think they have like fun names. Like I think there's actually a picture I'm looking of one. Like right now, it's called Starstruck. Oh, cute. Yeah. Very cool. I don't know. So Finny, they got uh, that. If any Universal executives are listening, maybe take our advice and call them the enemy's boat, please. Get them the enemy's boat. But the only other transportation I know for like the Universal Resort is how they now have a bus that takes you to Volcano Bay. Oh, right. Which is fine. But when you're wet and you get on a bus, I wonder how that works out. That's not fun. I wonder. That's not fun. I don't know. I'm not going to. Do you take it from You take it from the main like. What I'm, we're talking about, like this, the city walks. And yeah, they structure. designated like a specific level or something in there just for Volcano Bay parking. So you go there, you take the bus to Volcano Bay, and back. That's cool. Yeah. And Universal just announced very recently their uh, what's it called? Epic Universe. Yeah, their new theme fourth park. gate, the giant park, which is located a mile away or or i guess maybe under a mile but uh, you know not accessible by these walking pathways i guess we'll say um so i'm very interested to see over the next couple of years how their kind of transportation expands and Mm -hmm. yeah what kind kind of of creative solutions yeah is it buses or are they going to do something even crazier helicopters Ooh, underground railways through the helicopters yes Ooh. Underground river cruises. Oh yes, it'll flood if they try to Absol- dig like a water down. tube. They Ooh. just need like two, like uh, you know, like at the bank, those tubes that you send your money yes. in over. Yes. They just need those for people. Like you just get in, sit down, and then. That's, and I would do get... that. That's what I thought they were talking about when Disney announced how it was going to have a Star Wars hotel, but it was going to have like a weird tunnel that takes you to the park so that you feel oh. immersed in it. <laughs> 
right. I immediately just was like, ooh, we're going to get into a tube and it's going to suck us across. But that makes no sense. My brain just did that. Do you remember the uh, Do you remember the boat ride they had? Or I'm sorry, the the transportation that, that at Universal that would take you to this place called Amity. Amity, no. The Jaws ride. <laughs> yes. Oh God, you got me. I was like, "Where's Amity?" <laughs> Cheryl, Cheryl started googling it. <laughs> like, ooh, was this like a a haunted hayride? Like, what's happening? Uh... Amity. Amity. I loved the I loved the Jaws ride, but I definitely never saw it at its full um like show effect. Yeah, me neither. No. Just kind of wow. a bummer. I just mm-hmm. have my just some online videos to keep me happy. My Am- of the memory of Amity. Amity. Jaws. Jaws. Um, all right. I think that sums up the universal transportation. Wow, that's crazy. It took, what, 10, 5 minutes <laughs> yeah. to talk about universal's transportation? Okay, and we're not done, done with Disney's yet. <laughs> universal can only go up from here. You know, we give you a couple yeah, years. Right? We'll loop back for part two of this uh, <laughs> podcast. Um, SeaWorld, do they have they have parking trams? I can tell you that. Remember they have that? the iRide trolley. I mean, oh, does that interesting. count? Interesting. <laughs> They are, a, they are a stop on the iRide trolley. So, officially. yeah, sure. I-4 is it, you know, right there. Let's, but that tram, though, I feel like gets used like once a year. I've, I I think I've been there more times than they've actually run that thing. The SeaWorld parking tram? Is that what you're talking about? Yes. Yeah. You're I may be having like... <laughs> I just feel like it, it, it. They only used it at like very peak times, and I never went during those peak times. <laughs> Man, that no, makes I, me sad. I've never seen I've it. Dip, I've been on it. You have. I don't know why, but I have. <laughs> I definitely have. I do. I mean, their parking lot is a little easier to access. True. From a walking perspective, you know, but it's, if you park in that like side lot, that's where I'm like, okay, where's the tram? We're out in no man's land here. Keep beep, beep. Head away from the Renaissance Hotel. <laughs> <laughs> but that's it for SeaWorld, right? <laughs> that's it. Oh, that's no, they it. do. Yeah. Well, I we have a note here, the Flamingo Boats, but that's kind of an internal. That's like an attraction, I suppose. It's like an attraction, but I think they're very cool. They are really cute. I've never done them. Neither have I. You have to pay for Do you for think it. we oh. Can we get three people in one? Because I really want to do that with you, too. <laughs> uh, challenge accepted. Yeah. Live podcast oh. from uh, <laughs> On the Water at SeaWorld. Coming to you live from the Flamingo Boat. We just keep having to pay $12. <laughs> <Our> sun, <laughs> that's the sound of our sunburn. Oh, gosh, yeah. Yikes. I think, well. I think this brings us back to, dis- to <laughs> so Disney. So we covered SeaWorld. <laughs> so SeaWorld lasted a whole minute. Uh, right, right. But Disney's getting smarter. So, you know, we talked earlier about the perceived inconvenience with the buses. I think that no matter which hotel you are and when you get there, your bus is the last one that will show up. It's just That's a really great point. It's just science. So Disney recently rolled out a new system, the minivan service. Which so cool. Yeah, they're those cool little SUVs that are red with little dots on it. And they're basically, I think they are partnered with Lyft or it's the same system. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's like it, an official. It's like a, a partnership. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah, but for those Grand Floridian folks, they have transportation for you too. Also, like, we need to just, you know, point out the obvious here. What a cute name, minivans. Oh. That's genius. It's I so wonder cute. how easy it was for them to figure that out. We can't figure out a name for the car. <laughs> I mean, do you it's wonder if they, us right in the face. if they thought about it for a second, they're like, we just can't come up with a name. <laughs> they were probably like, this can't be this easy, yeah. right? Like, Right, right. First, the name or the idea. <laughs> Oh, true. Yeah, <laughs> they just had that in, on a note card sitting somewhere for a long time. I use um, Lyft a lot when I'm at the at least the past couple trips. I've used it a lot on the Disney World Resort, and I find it to be extremely efficient and really fast, um, and something I really enjoy. So I recommend it. Do you guys remember? I think it was for a year they were testing like a backstage route or like oh, right. oh, the buses the yes. yeah, the, yeah 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 they would take you I like remember that on property like drop you off and do like a special little side gate right yeah if you paid extra they picked you up behind buzz lightyear or whatever and took you okay i would do yep. that i do not I like was... park hopping with a bus it takes a long time mm-hmm. yeah it definitely like was a the thought was like oh a time saver uh the only thing that I had an issue with was just the fact that you're traipsing around in a backstage area. And they were like, oh, we're going to, you know, beauty it up. I mean, they did, but not like, you know, no. here's a few temporary tra- trees. Right. <laughs> like, it's definitely. But I, I, I forgot all about that. I guess they stopped doing that. Yeah, yeah I think so. I think when not minivans came up, they were like, nah, this just isn't worth it. Yeah. Kudos to that. But I think people liked it. I remember hearing good things because it was such an easier way to get from one park to it. Yeah. I think um, another Disney transportation we didn't talk about yet is actually the Magical Express. Oh, yeah. Oh, shoot. Which is... Yeah, that's an interesting one. It's such an interesting one. Have you guys... Um, have you both taken it, actually? It's it's actually kind of interesting because a lot of people have not taken it because they have other ways they get like to and from Orlando. Um, but have you guys I both taken not. it? No. I've never. Oh, my gosh. See, you guys are t- such two really good examples of it. I had not yeah. taken it in probably 10 years, just again because of the way the trips lined up or whatever. I took it a few years ago on a um, – I was arriving solo – and meeting some people down down there and um it was it truly was a magical express like you just you you don't <laughs> pick up your bags you go straight down to this level you it's the first time you're putting your magic band on you're scanning it they just tell you where to stand you get on this bus um you watch you know basically a big commercial on your way down there which just gets you totally <laughs> jazzed up they take you right to the front get your uh like the entrance to your hotel you you probably get a text on your phone you bypass the lobby you go straight to your room (laughs) and a couple hours later your bags show up like it is it is truly quite magical um run though by mirrors it's not run internally Mm -hmm. from disney so that's a little bit different but um it's super efficient and then the sad one is when you receive your tags in your uh, pirate room time Uh, to go mm -hmm, the night before you're leaving and yeah it tells you like kind of when to meet to leave and it is that is that is sad i prefer not doing that because i find it sad 
But on the on the video to the airport, they play a behind the scenes interview with the Tumble Monkeys, um, and I really enjoy oh, that. So that's interesting. Yeah, I, I definitely like never did it, but just thought, man, what a cool. I mean, one from a guest perspective, like what a great way to just make it as easy as possible for them. Anybody anybody flying in, and then two, what a smart idea from Disney of like. Oh, when you get here, you're going to be with us the whole time. The whole time. <laughs> Whereas Universal and SeaWorld are both trying to like get a couple days out of you. Disney's like, mm-hmm. no, no, no. Let us pick you yeah. up for free. <laughs> you don't need a rental yeah. car. Come on. No. Right. No, no, no. Oh, There's gosh. nothing else in Orlando. No. Like, yeah, they should, should I like tint out the windows completely <laughs> 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 on the way there and be like, oh, who cares? Um, right. And all the bus drivers make like a big to do about when you like get on property and go under the, the Walt Disney World sign and everything. They always like count down to it or make a big deal. It's just it's a really it's wonderful fun. way to arrive. Um, and again, it's totally free if you're staying like on property. How could you you can't beat that like an Uber, an Uber to the airport from Disney, which is not which is pretty far away. I mean, it's going to be upwards like 25, 30 yeah. bucks. So yeah, it's a lot of money. It's crazy. It's, it's amazing that it's free. Like I, I just, it blows my mind. Yeah, Cause right. um, I recently went to Disneyland Paris and they have a similar shuttle, but it, it's like, it costs you a pretty penny just to go on. You have to pay before you even can get there. And then you got to get your own bags off the bus and then take them no to your thanks own. i know Ew, gross but i will say to you about i've never done the magical express but the last few like big disney trips i've had where you know i really did it up was for like a bachelorette party and then again when that group of girls came back into town and it was seven girls all coming from different states and you know as the one local with the car driving back and forth oh, would geez. have been terrible but literally <laughs> the disney's magical express brought each of my friends to the room for me where I had cold beverages awaiting and then it delivered the bags and it just made it such a seamless wonderful process that's really nice yeah that's amazing can't speak highly enough about it so smart yeah so smart oh and the articulated buses we didn't even talk about that the longer ones what is yeah yes. oh those are the, fun. like the the accordion buses you know those mm-hmm. scare me a little bit those are huge. So I like seeing that. I like seeing that roll up at the end of the night, leaving Magic Kingdom. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> when, when you know you're standing there with like what appears to be 150 people, and you're like, "Here comes a bus," but I'm not even getting on it. When you see that bus roll up, we're all mm-hmm. getting seats, and I like that. Yeah. Except for me, because I'm standing at the front. <laughs> you know, the driver of that bus feels like a hero, no matter where he oh, goes. He's like, yeah. "Don't worry, folks, I'm here." You're always happy to see him. People just cheer. Oh my gosh. I think this brings us to our last bit of Disney or theme park, I guess Florida theme park transportation. Which Wait, there's more? Possibly there's the most exciting. There's one Wait, more and it's my there's favorite. There's another? Hold on. I thought we talked about it. <laughs> That's right, folks. It's the Disney Skyliner. Oh, yay. And I've been talking about this for a couple weeks now and I it's not a joke. I'm very excited about it. Um there's something just that looks so charming and efficient about it and yeah so it's like a gondola system each little pod will hold 12 guests up to 12 guests i suppose that's so crazy very big they're way bigger than they 
like the old ones yeah. look yeah yeah they're not just little buckets they look super high tech mm-hmm. they're each wrapped in um i don't know about each of them are individual but what appears to be like dozens and dozens of different wraps featuring all different characters from so many different movies and tv shows and like star wars and marvel and the whole pixar animation everything um which i think is going to be a really fun element to the experience um when you see which card is coming your way you're like oh god please let it be wally you know (laughs) (laughs) i just think that will be really really fun and my other favorite thing about it is it doesn't um it's similar to the monorail where you don't have to worry about things like traffic um or kind of time Mm -hmm. of day they should run as as efficiently as they always do i guess uh, barring like severe weather um but i think no matter where they stop you should you should be able to get wherever you're going in less than like 15 minutes which just is so exciting um to me yeah i think there are there are some fears about the skyliner does anyone know yeah that's where so like i to me it's like a really cool like i love like when i see the picture of it i'm like that's awesome like what a cool little piece of like they say innovative but i'm like also like all right well these have been around for a while right um but i guess another cool piece of addition of like okay another way to get around um but the two things that popped up in my head as soon as i heard about it and i'm sure most people listening thought the same exact thing was okay what about the heat are there air conditioners in them? And then two, what about the weather? Because Florida is infamous for its afternoon thunderstorms every single day during the summer. And I did a little bit of research and kind of dug around a little bit. So I think they've, I think I, I know they've talked about it in the comments and stuff, and they may have announced it, but uh, you know they do not have air conditioners in them. But there is some sort of ventilation system that is supposed to make it so that way when you are traveling and it's it's pretty quick it's not like it's a slow moving yeah 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 so like you're gonna get a breeze i mean it's gonna be a humid one but at least it's air movement right so that part i'm still a little nervous about um but i think back to what i was talking about earlier in the podcast you know when you go on the boat uh the, the 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 ferry because of the movement, you're getting that constant breeze so it doesn't feel as hot. Yeah, absolutely. So that's what I hope. I hope that it's like that, and I hope that it's not like an oven <laughs> for however long it takes you to get to your destination. Um, and then the weather part, that's just something we have to deal with, I think, you know, with everything in Florida, that when the lightning comes, you know, it's not going to be able to operate until that's cleared up. Yeah, and I feel like it's the same way as um, the way I'm looking at the weather thing is – it's you know a lot of people's job to be like looking at the radar and understand Mm -hmm. lightning strikes and everything like you're you also don't get stuck on like um expedition everest in the theme park as well like they know full well when to shut the rides down and everything um for sure that's going to be something that will create a bit of a bottleneck but i think they're going to be pretty kind of on it to make sure it doesn't slow folks down too much and if they're they do slow down i'd imagine they're going to be sending buses, you know, straight to... For, for... Exactly. They've got at least 4,000 hanging around. They can just... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I, I, yeah, I'm sure they have contingency plans that will... I mean, they do it all the time for, you know, if the monorail goes down yes. or if they do lose the boats. Yeah. You know, they have buses. That's exactly <laughs> just, what I was just thinking. They have thinking. a plethora of buses. And then they also have the outside 
uh, companies, you know, that can help them if they need to tap into that. Right. Yeah. I remember when they first announced it, I was not a fan. I was like, that sounds dumb. But then, (laughs) honestly, like, as it's become more and more and you kind of see them out in the property, like, they look so cool and they move so fast. And, like, they did say it was, like, some fun technology to get the, you know, air flowing through it. But also they're Mm -hmm. encased in, like, a reflective – I don't know, covering so that it's right. supposed to keep it cooler, much like tinted windows on a car. But mm. also just thinking about Disney thinking, you know, green and f- thinking forward and trying to keep, you know, more cars and more buses because they're opening more properties. So this is a way to move more people without adding more buses onto the road, which is awesome. And I'm just super excited. Plus, when it does rain, they have the ability, I think, to like, store all of them like park them really fast so that you know there's none out in the weather at all and they all just sit in the shelters which is pretty cool looking yeah i think that is cool yeah i was actually looking up pictures because i hadn't seen the um the station design and i'm looking at the one for hollywood studios and that's a really it it fits in with the entrance it's really cool such a good point all the stations are actually really nicely themed the one over at the like um What's it called? The World International the World Gateway? Gateway? International Gateway. Yeah, that station. <laughs> Thank you. Um, World Gateway is a road in Orlando. <laughs> right? I think That's so. That's so funny. Oh, God. Um, well, I love the My favorite road in Orlando is World Gateway. Um, <laughs> no. So, yeah, International Gateway Skyliner Station is beautiful like it it looks like it could fit right in that area which sort of looks like it could fit into france like it's just um that's gonna be a really cool entrance as well coming like down descending into that station just over you can look into epcot i'm just Mm -hmm. excited to see it's again it's just like a view from a elevated position that i think none of us have ever seen before i'm excited to see kind of what the whole property looks like from up there Mm -hmm. so and another exciting thing about it that i like is the um so if you're a guest traveling in a wheelchair or you're having so you need a little extra time to to get on um it's not like cuz i th- i remember like back in the day like bush gardens used to have these things and you like it was like get in now cuz we're moving like it was very, it felt very rushed yeah, you know yeah so these they have the ability to have like the little spur track where like they can pull the vehicle off to the side you can take all the time you need and the ride or the transportation will continue and then they can pop you back on when you're ready oh, to go. Wow. So that's I thought fantastic. that was a, that's yeah. a really great thing. Yeah, that's awesome. Gosh. So yeah, I mean, I you know, as I said earlier, there's a ton of monorail merchandise and like t-shirts and models and stuff. And I'm just really hoping Skyliner follows suit because I would wear that every day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it would say, but I'm gonna buy it. Oh, yeah. What, what would you call that? So the monorails, the highway, and the sky, what would the gondola be? Buckets of fun. <laughs> buckets of fun. Fun buckets. <laughs> fun buckets. Guys, we found our name. Fast and fun buckets. <laughs> Fast and fun buckets. From A to Z. Oh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. To wrap this stuff up, does anyone have a favorite mode of transportation, their favorite way to get around Disney World? Or Orlando, I guess, if you want to talk about the SeaWorld parking tram. <laughs> the iRide trolley, oh, I swear by it. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. All right, favorite. Honestly, it's the friendships. I just, 
I love the friendships. They're reliable and they come on time. Sounds right. And I also think that the friendship means you've reached a point in your like day or vacation where you're just ready to take like a leisurely break. And it's just enjoyable. Like, you know, if you have to hurry to get to a ferry boat to get a Magic Kingdom, it can feel a little rushed. But friendship just means you're here to chill. Mm. And that's a good that's a good mm-hmm. state of mind. I yeah, I think I would go with I think I'm going to go with the ferry boat because there's I have such vivid memories of leaving Magic Kingdom. And it's kind of that, you know, you have that just that, ugh, I'm so exhausted, I'm tired, but yet I still feel great because it was so fun and magical. And then, you know, there's this, like, massive load uh, into the uh, ferry. Like, it's just all these people. So you feel a little bit crazy right then, but then once you get on there and you sit or you stand there... And then the boat starts to move and the breeze hits you. That's like the moment of like, ah, you know, the end of a fun day before you get back to, you know, having to take a tram to your car. (laughs) You still have another (laughs) mode of transportation to go. Right, right. But I I just have such fun memories. I don't know why of like just the ferry boat was like a nice final piece of the day that was just nice. I agree. It's also super fully themed. It's like almost a part of the Magic Kingdom. It could just be plopped into the Magic Kingdom and you would believe it. That's true. I kind of, you know, I came into this episode having what I thought were well-formed opinions about um, transportation. I came in hot, beefing with the buses. Um, (laughs) But looking back on it, we all talked about the buses for nearly 40 minutes. And so kind of like at the end of a romantic comedy, I guess I realized that Disney World buses are the love of my life. (laughs) And we're close. So, you know, I complain about them, but... I love them. (laughs) (laughs) So I think that just about does it. Thanks for joining us um, and listening to us discuss Disney, Universal, and SeaWorld transportation. We had a good time. If you're also having a good time, be sure to like and subscribe us. We also love reviews. That definitely helps us um, reach other viewers out there. So if you have a couple minutes, please Go ahead and give us a rating and review wherever you find your podcast. Thanks again for joining us, and we'll see you next week. Bye.